Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. Unfortunately, I've got some bad news, and it's it's just really unbelievable that these politicians are pushing so hard for what is effectively World War III. But um, it, is, it is what it is. That's unfortunately the world we live in today. So let's check out this article from CNBC and see what's going on now. It's just the, the, the madness never ends. Got the title of the article, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak says Ukraine's rightful place is in NATO. Now, before we go on, let's review one thing that I think all of us have learned from 2020, 2021, <laughs> 2022, etc. And this, this has now become like my most powerful North Star if you will. It, it's it's like the, the compass. It's like the BS compass or the propaganda compass. And that is when it doesn't make sense, it's because they're lying to you and or using propaganda. So let's go through this article, looking at it through that lens. So the first question when I when I saw this article a couple minutes ago the first thing that I came, that came to mind is why why would it behoove Britain the United States NATO why would it behoove them to have Ukraine as a part of NATO it, it again it doesn't make any sense what's the upside there I can tell you the downside and that's that you exterminate 4 billion people through a nuclear war. But let's remember, that's the Thanos plan. It'll snap. And I would argue that's the ideal for the Malthusian cult, which is the global elite. And they think that there's way too many people on Earth. So we need to reduce the amount of people. There's way too much energy use. Okay, fantastic. So drop a couple of nukes and problem solved. But we're going to shelf that for just a moment and, again, focus on the rationale for, from Rishi's standpoint. You're doing a simple cost-benefit analysis. So what is the cost? Okay, 4 billion people dead. That is a potential cost to doing this. World War III, fill in the blank, Armageddon, whatever you want to call it. Right. So what is the benefit to doing this? What is the benefit to Germany or the United States or to uh, the UK, for that matter? There's none. There, there is zero benefit. And if you want to argue that, oh, well, George, this is, you know, if Ukraine's part of the uh, NATO, then all of a sudden that Russia won't invade. Oh, well, they're already invaded. So now what? Well, if they're part of, a NATO, of NATO, then we can go ahead and uh, give them billions and billions of dollars to fight Russia. And they're done that. We're already doing that. Well, if uh, they're part of NATO, then that gives us the opportunity to strike back in case Russia does something, you know, fill in the blank, that we don't like. That, that's already the circumstance. You, know, you think that if Russia did something that we don't like that threatens our borders, that we wouldn't directly go to war with them? regardless of whether or not Ukraine was in NATO. So uh, let's keep going through this, but 
I, I literally can't see one upside to the United States, the UK, Germany, whoever is controlling NATO. But the, So then what that tells me is this is BS. This is flat-out propaganda BS. And therefore, you have to ask, what's the underlying objective here, Rishi? What's the motive? And I don't know how you can come to any other conclusion other than than to do his best to stoke World War III or to increase the probabilities exponentially. This, this just makes, this is complete brain to, If you wanted peace, then this is the opposite of what you would do. Even if you're someone that says, hey, Russia's completely wrong, which they are. No one disagrees that with that. No one is saying that what Russia is doing is right. Let's just go ahead and forget that. Yes, they're absolutely wrong. So now you've got to ask the next question. And that is how do we achieve peace? How do we have the least amount of Ukrainians die that are not responsible for this? The least amount of Russians, just the average Joes and Janes who aren't responsible for this. Let's keep in mind that if, you know, prior to this happening, would it be crazy to think that those 20 year old Russians? at a bar with 20-year-old Ukrainians would just be sitting back having a beer, watching a UFC fight, playing pool, chasing women? Of, of course that's what they'd be doing. But now, because of idiots like Putin and I would say other polit uh, politicians that are just flat-out evil, now we've got these two groups that are just fighting amongst one another and literally killing each other when they otherwise would be at the bar having a beer. And I'm not saying that you know, those two groups just love each other, but you get my point. It wouldn't be the 20-year-old college students wouldn't be killing each other for heaven's sakes. So the priority number one is how do we make that stop, right? And and so if you uh, Ukraine is part of NATO, that it, it doesn't make that stop. If anything, it exacerbates the problem. Right? If you say, well, we've got to stop, we've got to put our foot down, we've got to stop Russia, or else they're just going to invade this country and that country and this and this and this and this. Is, okay, fine, fine. But that's a separate topic. That has nothing to do with Ukraine being in NATO. The only thing you're doing here is poking someone that's got 6,000 nukes. That's the only thing that you're doing. It, it's just, it's absolute madness. Key talking points, if you want to call them that. Prime Minister Rishi said Thursday that Ukraine's rightful place. What does that even mean, rightful place? How how just how arrogant of a statement that is. That who are you to say <clears throat> that this is their rightful place? Even if Zelensky is saying that, is he speaking for every single Ukrainian? I mean, this is Absolutely infuriating. And and I'm not even really part of the mix here. I'm down in Colombia. Jeez. And then let's look. Then uh, looks like, uh, oh, he goes on to say, I agree with the NATO Secretary General, General Ukraine's. Okay, so he's reiterating what this idiot NATO Secretary General guy said. I guess his name is Stoltenberg. Said NATO's door is open for new members ahead of a meeting. What is he saying there? He's, he's purposely trying to stoke the fire because Russia's whole argument, and I'm not going to say it's right or wrong. Who cares? 
for this for the sake of this video. The, the the point is their argument, and obviously they see themselves as being right. Part of their argument for invading is because of NATO expansion. So don't you know that if you're threatening more NATO expansion, even if they're irrationally paranoid, that you're going to make matters worse? Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out of control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Britain's prime minister said that the allied nations were sending a strong signal to, to Putin that they would safeguard Ukraine's security. Ah, oh, man, this is crazy. It's like, it's like Zoolander. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. What is going on? Again, costs and benefits. Let's look at reality. Does Ukraine need to be a part of NATO? For Putin to know that that we are supporting them, like like how about the billions and billions and probably hundreds of billions of dollars that we have sent them so far? Is that not a pretty strong signal <laughs> that we're supporting Ukraine? How about every single mainstream media outlet just talking about this ad nauseum over the, the you know not over the last three months, but prior to that. How about every single U.S. politician wearing a, a Ukraine pin? How about inviting Zelensky to speak in front of Congress? Right? Like, what more could we possibly do? I, I, I mean, as if we invite them or bring them into NATO, and then Putin says, oh, well, now they're really serious. So we're just going to go ahead and, and wave the white flag here. No, that, that that's not the rational conclusion that you would come to. The the rational conclusion that you come to is this is making things far, far worse if you want peace. It's making things far, far better if you want to eliminate 4 billion people. It's making things far better if you want World War III, nuclear war, etc. He's just This is absolute drivel. I can't believe that anyone buys this garbage. R Rishi says... We are here to stay, and we will continue backing Ukraine, not just for now, but years into the future. Let me tell you why this makes absolutely no sense. People tend to forget, but prior to Russia invading Ukraine, according to the mainstream media themselves, I'm talking about MSNBC, I'm talking about CNN, etc. Ukraine was seen as pretty much the most corrupt country on the planet earth 
And in fact, I remember Schiff in one of his videos or podcasts going over the, I think it was like the Freedom Index that the Heritage Foundation puts out, or Economic Freedom, something like that. And Russia was terrible, of course, at like 105 or something. But where was Ukraine? Ukraine was like 135. <laughs> they were even worse than Russia. So, I mean, it was, it, it was, it's been run by thugs, for heaven's sakes. It's been run by mobsters and gangsters. It's the most, one of the most corrupt places on earth. And now, again, I'm not saying that that gives Russia the right or that Russia is not at fault here. But I'm saying that to hold them up as a bastion of freedom is absolutely ridiculous. And to even say that if it wasn't for Russia that we would be supporting them, that's just as ridiculous. Because what are you saying, Rishi? You're basically saying that once, let's just assume that this problem, Russia, this this war, whatever you want to call it, that this is resolved tomorrow. Let's just say that we're able to do that. Great. So what Rishi is saying here is that we will continue, after this is all said and done, we will continue to back the most corrupt country on the planet Earth, or very close to it, not just now, but years into the future. Why would anyone say that? You see, again, it doesn't make sense. At the very basic, the, the most basic level. So if it's not making sense, what does that tell you? He's lying to you, for heaven's sakes. He's got an ulterior motive. It's just pure propaganda. And it tells you that he's not, that he's trying to, if you just scratch slightly beneath the surface, it becomes blatantly obvious that he is trying to stoke the flames of war. Now it just goes on and talks about the details of what's going on. But that's really the gist of this. And it's it's just, I mean, on so many levels, it, it's it's not just sad for the people that are involved. I mean, the, guy, the guys and gals, the Ukrainians, the Russians that actually have to act out the wishes of all these insane politicians, megalomaniacs and authoritarians on both sides. I mean, that in and of itself is just is heartbreaking. But to add insult to injury, we're trying to, they are trying to make this even worse or even better for them, assuming that you are part of the Malthusian cult. And if you're there in UK and you're wondering about this Rishi guy, you can, now it's official. You can assume that he is not only a part of this uh, the worldview of the World Economic Forum and the global elite, but he's not only a part of it, he is 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 right there in the mix. I mean, he is is pushing this agenda, and you can rest assured that this guy is definitely, definitely part of the Malthusian cult. As always, guys, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you on the next video.